What's up? What's going on, everybody? I'm here with Billy Carson. My man. Hey, man. And, um, you know, he's here for the second year of the Portal Extension Conference. Mm -hmm. And the reason why he's here is because of the wide variety of words and his ability to connect with countless people on many walks of life and um, really bring it in a, in a package that is entertaining as well and awe-inspiring. And yesterday, dude, like... He took us from ancient civilizations to space anomalies and made the connection with it and allowed people, for people to get a full circle um, awareness. So, so what's your, your, what's your take on the fact that, you know, of what you did there and how you kind of make it that we can see all these different perspectives and then take it down to, like, what it's really all about? You know, I was, um, I was really excited that I was able to get that in within, you know, an hour and a half of time. And the people were so interested in the material and so interested in my content that they were taking notes. Some people, what came yeah. up to me afterwards were two and three pages of notes, which is like, wow. For me, that was like, you know, a big compliment. So I was very thankful for that and uh, very happy that people were very interested in the information and the content and looking forward to even more. They wanted to research more, and I gave them enough information that they can go research more for themselves. But it was so great to see, you know, the experience here is so great, Portal to Ascension. The people are so open-minded, they're so ready to learn, so eager to un try to understand. And, and really uh, are, are thirsty for knowledge. What I like about what you say and what you do is that you, um, you, you provide the information, a lot of linear information as well as everything else, but linear information in regards to ancient history, UFOs, uh, what's happened, monetary, whatever you want to get into, right? right? But you take it back to the spiritual experience. You, are you vegan? Yes. Right. You like eat well. You do all these things. You implement yeah. what you believe. Right? Absolutely. And I like you a lot because of the fact that you walk the talk, man. Thank right? you, man. And um, what is your take on the, the collective healing process? Like, what would be some things that you would say to people that they can take as steps to also get to that place where not only they can live their passion, mm -hmm. but they can live in an empowered life? Well, I think the first thing that people have to do is they have to learn how to begin to start meditation on a consistent basis. I think it's really, really important. Uh, there's a couple different types of meditation. You, you can do a manifestation meditation where you're doing meditations where you're focusing on things that you're trying to manifest into your life. You can also do a, a meditation for healing purposes and also another meditation where you literally empty out your mind let the cosmic energy fill up your mind. I think those three types of meditations are very important to get into on a consistent basis depending on where you are in your stage of life. I think also eating the right types of foods are very important. I'm not saying that everybody's got to get rid of eating meat, but if you're trying to manifest things into your life, you need to try to, to focus on eating foods that bring energy and not death because the foods that you're eating that are tortured foods, the DNA in those foods are been getting immersed into your body and then affecting your manifestation process without you even knowing about it. So if you're trying to manifest something, you may want to go on a, a particular type of manifestation diet. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, and, and the other thing is, is to show unconditional love to people. If you show unconditional love to people, uh, you know, any race, creed, color, anywhere throughout the entire universe, then you're going to also do create positive karma out to the universe that's going to reflect right back into you. It's like a mirror. And those three things are like the three key important things in life to help you get to the next level spiritually. Straight up. And what would be some of, through your research and your intuitive awareness, what do you feel are going to be some changes that we may see in our lives? Wow. You know, this well, that's quite a bit. I think we're going to finally get true disclosure on life on other planets, uh, life in our solar system, not just 20 million light years away, but true life being exposed. Ancient civilizations probably initially will be bacteria, will be talked about in by 2020, 2025 in that range. Then we'll get into uh, by 2030, 
the fact that there were real ancient civilizations that existed outside of Earth, and maybe a few years after that, we'll know that there's true life that exists outside of Earth that's alive right now, currently. It's a trickle-down type of a disclosure, but it's going to happen. Lifespans will be expanded and extended due to stem cell research, not using from embryos, but from your own body. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to take a skin cell from your body, convert it into a stem cell, inject a, a new group of stem cells into your body, and extend your own lifespan. So if you can live for another 30 to 40 years, you might live another 120. Do you think the the drip disclosure that's happening from the government, you know, like let's say it started with Clinton on Jimmy Kimmel, you yeah. know, it started before, right? <laughs> yeah. but then it went through John Podesta, Tom uh -huh. DeLonge. Um, some people have said uh, that it is meant to be like this, and even people that are conscious in the community are saying, mm -hmm. like, hey, we can't handle the truth. What what is your take on can we handle the truth? And if we can, yeah. is it going to have to be incremental? I think we can definitely handle the truth. What they want to do is they want to slowly trickle in this disclosure and use. Uh, really, the people out here like myself and others that are bringing information forward as a source of disclosure, kind of a slow disclosure, kind of unofficial disclosure to get people ready. But it's just like when you're trying to exchange an industry for another industry. For example, you want to get out of, um, out of fossil fuels and get into green energy. Well, you can't just go fossil fuel green energy the next day because now you're going to disrupt the entire economy. They have to gradually bring in, okay, now we're going to do electric cars that still have to be plugged in. An electric car is still using gas and oil because it's got to plug into an outlet that's still using electricity from a power plant that's getting it from oil. But there's a process to this. Soon we'll be in electric cars that regenerate electricity on their own by taking the braking power and, and also maybe solar paint, things like that. You don't have to plug anything in. That's a gradual process to convert from one industry to another. Same thing with disclosure. They're not going to instantaneously give you disclosure and collapse the entire multi-trillion dollar religious system collapse the multi-trillion dollar economic system we have going, they're going to bring it in slowly but surely and then slowly convert these systems over as they get their hand into them and make sure they milk them for everything they've gotten, but at the same time preserve the economic structure. So is it a good thing that is it a good thing that what they're doing in regards to the mainstream thing? And let's just like take one example, the right. U.S. Nimitz incident mm -hmm. and how they keep circulating that but release more information yeah. in regards to that to you know, tell people some truths. Well, it's a good thing, like, for example, with that, because that's, a, that's disclosure coming from active military duty. When before, prior to that, we were only getting reports from ex and former military. This is really the first time active military are being allowed to report, and it's being allowed to be told to the general population. So now you see a ex, uh, kind of a slow speed up of this disclosure process, and they're doing this because now we've just sent the new rover to Mars, and this rover is going to give... Uh, a report about life on Mars. The first report is going to be bacteria. That's going to be the big disclosure. Aliens do exist. It's bacteria. Right. That's just the first step. They, they did an article on that. It was under the ticker on CNN before where they just mentioned that. Oh, oh really? So time oh, wow. They haven't it made it official. Okay, yeah. yeah well, yeah, that's yeah. going to be, I've been saying this for a while, guys. That's, bacteria is going to be the first alien life that they will admit. So they're, they're, bring, they're building us up to that point. Yeah. But again, they can't just say, boom, and then the whole multi-trillion dollar because just in America alone, yeah. the religious uh, system is a trillion dollar per year industry. Right, right, exactly. So do you think that religious organizations could actually be um, in on the disclosure and they're not even really about this fundamentalism mm -hmm. that they're just put in place and like slowly but surely going to bring it out to like some of the elite in these systems? 1,000%. The, um, the popes in the Vatican are 1,000% in on disclosure. They have their own... Um, Observatory in Arizona, believe it or not, 
the Vatican does. Mm. It's called the Lucifer Telescope. Uh, and it's on the search for alien life and has been for quite some time. Right, right, right. They said that they, the Pope said that he can't wait to baptize the first alien. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, uh, just like myself, we, you are a man of many hats. You mm-hmm. have many organizations. Yeah. You have hundreds something um, social <laughs> media accounts. I'm <laughs> yeah. um, really doing a lot. How do you stay energetic? How do you stay on point with mm-hmm. it all? And how do you manage so many different people that you're working with? Well, you know, it's my curiosity. It's all about time management. Uh, So the first thing is uh, my diet, eating enough energetic foods to keep me up and and energetic and involved and and interactive, not sluggish and slow and tired and worn out because I'm sleeping only three to four hours per day on average, sometimes not even in a day. The next thing is how to delegate power, how to delegate uh, information to people to work. Finding trusted people that you can trust and putting them in carpentamel compartmentalized situations where they can't take over everything but they have a small amount that they can input and work on different projects for you and manage certain accounts for you to where uh, you can uh, you know multiply your efforts basically you can't do it I can't do everything myself I'm only one person yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and then all the other thing is is to be able to um, understand how to maximize my efforts in other words everything that I put out has got to have a specific purpose and a reason and a specific timing to it so that everything is maximized, not wasting any energy. That's the most important thing. Don't waste energy. Right. Another thing that I do that a lot of people don't know is every time I make a post of content, when I press the button to upload it to any source of media, I visualize my chi energy going into that content post as nice. I send it up into the network. Nice. So I send it in with positive chi energy from my own body. Crazy, dude. So there you have it, guys. 100% intention. No doubts in his mind. He's just going for it. And dude, I love you, man. I love you. will be man. here next year. We're going to do lots oh, yeah. together. We still got to talk about maybe touring together, you know? Cause that would be fantastic. I want to take you around, bro, because people really resonate with you. Yeah. And dude, you just add a real good dynamic to every event we play. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, bro. All right, everybody. Neil from Port of Ascension with Billy Carson, Forbidden Knowledge. Peace. All right. Hey everyone, this is Billy Carson, also known as Forbidden Knowledge. If you haven't done so, please check out my book, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets. It's currently a bestseller on Amazon.com. You can look it up, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets by Billy Carson. In this book, I break down the metaphysical, quantum physics, esoteric wisdom of Thoth the Atlantean. This information was written eons ago, and I've taken my time to break down all of the information in a way that everyone can understand it. So please, check it out. Compendium of the Emerald Tablets. If you're into learning about the true ancient history and ancient civilizations, you have to read my book. Hi, this is Billy Carson, and I want to take a minute to talk to you about my Egyptian mystery school that I teach at Dame Dash Studios in Burbank, California. The first mystery school was an absolute success. And we're looking forward to the second Mystery School, December 7th and 8th, 2019. We will also be hosting a Mystery School every month and a half. So you can check on ForbiddenKnowledge.com with the number 4, ForbiddenKnowledge.com. Or check out my Instagram account for updates. The link tree is in my bio to go to the Mystery School and you can register for classes there.